0: Welcome aboard to the Theory of Anything Express, powered by ignorance and thrived on enthusiasm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're so glad you can make it. Um, as always, I'm Ford here with me, uh, the fine gentleman that are Devon. Hello.
1: And Paps. Hello. Good morning. At time of recording, good morning.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's not that it makes much difference to the listener, but uh, no, it doesn't. It could it be. Is it is our first ever morning. It makes a difference yeah. to me, especially. Sure.
1: Oh, early morning recording, yes, if listeners notice a little bit more subdued Devon, it's because it is rather early for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. How are you guys doing? I'm fine, I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Can't think of anything to bring, uh, new, Any no new news from my corner of the world. I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, good, so
0: not, not much going on there. No, no. Do we have any catch-ups from last episode or, or previous episodes? Funny you should say, Ford. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's
1: almost like new. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, we got an email in um, from Judy slash Mumsy, or Mum. Um, <laughs> and she came up with a suggestion for us, and we always like some suggestions. Sure. Mm, please do um, she says hi everyone I know you've got lots of ideas of things to talk about and homework to do but I have just watched a film that I think would be a great topic of discussion it's called Cafe made in 2011 she says oh, yeah. it follows different characters throughout one week and it's on Prime Video at the moment if you're interested at all that's okay. actually quite
1: interesting. I've not heard of it, yeah. yeah. I, I believe film. we've
0: all got Prime Video, I think. So
1: I believe could... so. Yeah, Okay. So, yeah, well. Yeah. we'll see when we can slot that one in. Or we could even do it as a side thing, you know, if we don't have chances to fit it into a homework pattern.
0: Sounds good. There's no real uh, giveaway as to what that's about or anything, is there?
1: Not really. No. It
0: could, could be anything. Yeah. I assume there's a cafe. That would be a bit disappointing Obviously, if there wasn't. It's, but...
1: it's impressed your mum to one degree, you know, to some level. So she wants to suggest it
0: yeah yeah very good i wanted to bring something in the in our last episode we were talking about um gender swapping james bond and oh yeah perhaps perhaps you Pat, said it'd be okay if they brought in a female um agent who was 008 yes somebody told
1: you that
0: they already um, did it well no they haven't done that but there is already a 008 in the, uh, yeah. in the sphere of the world yeah, so, it's, yeah. i think yeah.
1: It, there is actually a double O every number up to... I don't know what the highest number that's ever been referenced, but... Oh,
0: uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but that, usually
1: yeah. they die, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I suppose they could be replaced, couldn't they? Yeah, 00,
1: I don't know if Double Eight turned rogue in the past.
0: Oh, yes, he's Sean yeah. Bean in Golden Yes,
1: Man. and mm-hmm. on that great big satellite dish. Did he die on that satellite dish?
0: He actually survives the fall off the satellite dish, and then the yeah. satellite just lands on him just to finish him
1: ah, off. Right.
0: Yeah, pretty yeah. brutal, if you ask me. Well,
1: well remembered, well remembered. Mm, Is yeah. that... Was that in Goldeneye? Yes, yes. Gosh, wow. Yeah, okay. Well, that means there's a gap then for another 8 O Eight, isn't I it? Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't, so I didn't need to mention it really, but let's, let's make the new 008 female. Yeah, <laughs> and hold, start a whole new film franchise around her. Yeah. yeah. Is that that? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: also what I got to say. Okay,
1: we've also had one correction. I'm not sure who this came from. Um, anybody else might be able to tell us. Um, that when we were discussing Armageddon, wasn't it? That yeah. was uh, so oh. two episodes ago? Yeah, episode 17. And I think we were discussing um, um, I Am Legend and suggesting that they were zombies in the I Am Legend film, I think we, uh, we were referring yeah. to. But actually in the books, for, or the book of I Am Legend, there were um, actually vampires, not mm. zombies. So there's a oh. slight different, discrete difference there. Uh, but what, what I think it's left a little bit unclear um, in the film, I don't know if it actually gets reference whether they're va- zombies, vampires, or infected people. I don't know. I know they don't like the light, so that would suggest that there's vampires, doesn't it?
2: Mm.
0: Oh yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, they stay out in the... Sorry, he can wander the city however he wants in the daytime, can't he?
0: I don't think Um, they
1: actually hold much
0: resemblance to vampires, though. No. Not in appearance, for sure. They're They're like zombie vampires, probably. Vampires usually don't lose cognition when they get infected.
2: No, Um, they're quite clever.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and zombies do. Do
2: you remember the
0: Omega Man film? Yes.
1: yes that's what it's yep. based on yes.
0: yeah well there were a lot more vampire looking in that there were white skinned uh, there were normal people faces weird I've hair got, but but they were droopy I've though, got that.
1: I, i'd like to see that not again. really is it Charlton yeah. heston in that i think oh probably yeah, i don't know i think so i've got it i to sit next to my dvd shelf and i can't see it without looking
0: the alternative ending in i am legend i actually prefer i don't know if you've okay. seen it because oh, at, the, yeah. at the end of I Am Legend, he ends up blowing himself up. He, he locks yeah. the lady and the child in a safe, blows himself yeah. and all of, uh, a lot of the vampires up, um, yeah. and then she takes the cure to this uh, the, haven. The or
1: commune, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But the alternative ending is much better, I think.
1: Okay.
0: He survives and stuff. It's great.
1: All right. Happy ending.
0: If you remember in yeah, the a Omega awesome. Man, he still dies, but he jumps into the fountain. With like the vial of blood or, or his blood God, or something. You guys,
1: you've done your homework on this. Is this just knowledge <laughs> that you've got? Yeah, this just—I actually... I've, I've watched <laughs> *Mega Man* once. This
0: is all in my head. And then all the wow. zombies like drink his blood or the vial of blood from oh. the fountain, and then the oh. cure spreads that way. That's clever. Yeah.
1: Oh, the cure spreads throughout the population of fire Yeah.
0: Via his death.
1: Yeah. Oh. wow. What See a sacrifice. Know, oh, just way to die, you know. There's a bit of a spiritual context to that, then, isn't <laughs> is it? it? <laughs> that his blood provides a way out it heals the world Are you seen charlton
0: has some is jesus it's jesus yeah wow, wow. Yeah.
1: and the word the word omega is the last man isn't it yeah omega man yeah, last yeah man. alpha and omega yeah. in the beginning and the end oh uh-huh. yeah amazing wow. <laughs> i've never noticed that before i noticed the name but i didn't think twig about him sacrificing himself would be the salvation of the world. Yeah,
0: you, you never miss an opportunity to make it
1: spiritual, do you? Through, through his blood, yeah. <laughs> what, cha- have we got a chapter and verse for Heston's sacrifice? <laughs> <yeah>. I like <laughs> it, it's great. Well, if it's yeah. there, if it's there, it's worth mentioning. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, great. let's move on, shall we? Thank you, guys. Indeed, on to the first segment of the show.
2: <laughs> Paps. segment, subject.
1: You two are the gamers in this uh, team that we have here. I've mentioned that before. And I'm here just to ask the stupid questions, really. (laughs) Often, anyway, especially in regard to gaming. Um, You're the ones who who help me out and give me a bit of uh, understanding. Um, I started listening to another gamers podcast that's based around my favourite game, which is Elite Dangerous. Um, Oh, yeah. Just getting back into that again now. There's been a lot of conversation about that online because of uh, some big changes that have happened and about to happen as well.
2: Yes. And I've started
1: was. listening to this podcast. And believe it or not, listeners, um, if you think our episodes sometimes go on a bit, this particular podcast that I've just taken to can be up to three hours long. And let me tell you, you've got to really like Elite Dangerous to listen to these <laughs> two guys talking about that game for three hours. Two uh, guys. We yeah, free guys. Guys. yeah. Well, they do sometimes have a guest. They do have a guest. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to mention it by name because you have it's a bit it's a bit niche, you know. And, uh, and in fact, I've decided um, I'm I'm going to stop listening to uh, any episode that that's long that, that's that long because right. of my other well my my other podcasts are, are getting behind. I can't keep up, you know.
0: Don't you I set them sh- to fast forward though?
1: Yeah, I do listen to... 1.3 speed. Yeah. Uh, 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 well. Anyway uh they don't it's very unedited it's a bit sweary and um there's some long gaps in it and stuff like that it's uh, they're good conversation anyway we digress uh, but but what i'm noticing about that podcast and a few others that are games related is that they often refer to terms that i can comprehend some of them but sometimes they say something that i've never heard before mm. a gaming term you see within the gaming universe i believe you might be able to clarify this there's it's a whole new language when <laughs> we when we played um uh pub last episode um you two you and tim you two and tim were saying things that, and i thought huh really? you know it was a little bit over my head you know and they oh, yeah. were you use terms to describe, especially in first-person shooters, strategies or um,
2: yeah.
1: you know. So I've gone online and looked up a glossary of video game terms. That I <laughs> okay. Now there are pages yeah. and pages and pages, and I've scanned through and just pulled out a few that I think would be interesting for us to bring to other listeners like me, who are either casual or non-gamers at all, um, just to help us, give us a little bit of a a leaning and an understanding. So I have a a short list list that I think you two have both got eyes on, Um, but um, I have some, um, the list in front of me as well with, with the actual uh, official Wikipedia explanation for these terms. So uh, there's too many for us to go through them all, even on the short list. So I'm going to just uh, say a few. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then hit, I want, then then I want you. I'm not talking through this. I'm just uh, pit, pulling them out. Let me get to the top. One. I think. All right. Okay. First one then, uh, as as it's in alphabetical order, is triple A. A A A. Yeah. What's that refer to?
0: I'll let Ford answer if he knows, then I'll jump in. Um this is alternative Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a very
1: well known <laughs> gaming. Yes.
0: It's a group of gamers <laughs> <laughs> who try and solve their issues via shooting people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Overcome overcome their challenges. Okay, yeah. Devin, what do you what do you think it's called?
0: That's a very good answer.
1: Um. <laughs> I like that answer actually better yeah. than the real one. Yeah, go
0: on. AAA <laughs> refers to a type of game that is released by a high profile company. So a AAA yeah. title game would be like a £60 game that's yeah. very, very good, basically, or very high. Yeah. high um, what's what I'm looking for?
1: High budget. High budget, yeah, exactly. Probably had a team of hundreds of people working on yeah. it and uh, a huge marketing campaign. And
0: so are we what, thinking what... like. Call of Duty, that's what Yeah. Yeah. Latest Call of Duty.
1: It's yeah. like when, when it comes out, everybody's looking forward to it and there's big publicity around it and everything. Yeah. 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 AAA, the opposite a- of that. It would
0: be like an indie game that's made by one or two people.
1: Okay. Good. Good. That helps. Thank you. I think we'll go with your answer to that one. Oh. What about AFK?
0: Yeah. Uh Yes. AFK would be away from keyboard. It's when you've given up and gone to bed yeah <laughs> <Is it? laughs>
1: or, or, to, or to the toilet oh <laughs> uh, yeah probably it's more likely if, to you, if you're playing a game and you uh, and obviously within uh, online gaming people often chat to each other uh some often text chat as well i guess it'd be only be used if you were te- text chatting wouldn't it yeah um, you know um and so you type afk to let the other players know that you're not you're not in game at that particular Mm. time. Yeah, is that correct?
0: Yep. So they don't get angry
1: and start shouting at you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not doing you're not doing what they're asking you to do. Yeah. Mm. Okay, we'll skip a few. What about AR?
0: What? Not sure? I've got no jokes for AR, I'm afraid.
1: (laughs) You don't know, got got nothing.
0: (laughs) The only AR that I would think about in a game isn't solely related to games. It's um, assault rifle.
1: Okay, yeah. It could be, but would you use the term AR in a
0: yeah.
1: game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Well, okay. Well, I, I think it was referring to um, uh, augmented reality. Yes. In our lists. Yeah. So uh, uh, you know, is, is augmented reality really game? I, I know. Mean, well, well, like uh, that Pokemon game was an AR game, yeah, wasn't it? Where you were, were, went went with your mobile and yeah, saw imp- imposed graphics over a real. Uh, landscape you know you point your camera at something and then yeah. in front on top of the what you see through your f- phone camera is a animation of some sort so mm. i think yeah. ar gaming is, a, is a, it's a it's a, like a crossover between well i don't know it has some aspects of normal gaming but also um um, no, it's got no similarities between VR, has it really? VR is something mm. very different. Anyway, okay. That's a
0: bit, that's a bit confusing, because it could be alternative what would you call it? Augmented. Uh, uh, augmented. Yeah. augmented, but it could oh, be actual, al- rea- actual reality, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they're very All different.
1: All yeah. alternative reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Um, let me just go to, because I don't want to spend too long on it. What about a, a buff slash nerf? Is that something that you've...
0: Um, uh, most gamers would call me a buff and Was Devon and nerf. <laughs> <laughs> I think most gamers would say you need to for, buff up for, forward for... and nerf Devon. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. <laughs>
1: buff, buff and nerf, yeah. <laughs> Comedy Duo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe um,
0: it's when the game. Uh, how would you call it? Game producers? Yeah. The yeah, game I producers. Developers, developers, are, developers yeah. are increasing the effectiveness of a weapon or something. They buff yeah. it up or nerf it down. Okay. Make it more or less good.
1: Okay. That yeah, yeah, that's, that's
0: correct. Also, yeah. it doesn't have to be just for a particular weapon, it could be for a different type yeah. of strategy that you use. So, Ooh, one, yeah. one small um, change to a, a very tiny thing in the game could buff an entire strategy, making it more effective yeah. or nerf
1: it. Yeah. Okay make them good fun, yeah. very good uh would anybody else like to choose a few i haven't got my eye on the clock so i don't know how we're doing for time um <laughs> uh, you've got the list in front of you is there anything there that jumps out at you there's one near the bottom that i definitely wanted to talk to you because that's what started it um uh-huh. actually let's do that one now and then we'll come back to some of the others it's down in the g's the word gank or yep. <laughs> ganker, yeah 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 I'm being very That's, careful about that because yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the word that I had to look up. Um, really. And also, we could talk about griefer as well. And I wondered if you wanted to try and explain to us the difference between a ganker and a griefer.
0: Well, well, I think a ganker is when you've been playing games too long and your arms falling off. Let's go to the hospital. Ganker Gangrene.
2: Gangrene. <laughs>
0: and the griefer is, is what they call you when you go into hospital because you're just causing a lot of faff.
1: Yeah, causing a lot yeah. of grief. It, oh, yeah, somebody who's in hospital with their arm fell off, but yeah. shouting out for the nurse a lot. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and then everyone's just saying, no, what's this grief nurse? like,
1: this griefer? Nurse, I want to play a video game. <laughs> you can't, you've got no arms. <laughs>
0: I don't actually nurse You might have noticed. <laughs>
1: okay. Come on, Devin. They are voice of reason. I'm surprised Ford doesn't
0: know about ganking because he has played League of Legends before. Um, okay. Ganking is when huh. you basically get someone, like a, a, a teammate, comes in from like behind the enemy or kind of cuts off the path of the enemy to attack from a different mm-hmm. side. Um. so you can use it in Elite Dangerous as well. I think. Yeah. Of where you'd have two people and one person kind of just goes round to try and cut off or okay. um, surround an enemy. Okay. No, you're right.
1: I, I do know that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, the Wikipedia explanation is this to use an element of surprise to flank yeah. an attack on an enemy. More common in multiplayer games where ganking usually indicates an unwelcome attack on an unwilling or unsuspecting participant. So that would agree with your explanation. What about griefing? Because that's another. Yeah. Griefing Gankers is, and griefers yeah,
0: um, it kind of falls in line with trolling as well um griefing oh yeah. is um, I haven't got down to the Ts yet yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> griefing is just being a nasty person, basically just trying to yeah. make someone frustrated in the video yeah a but does that, that count does that count if you're doing it to your enemy yeah, or how is that different oh okay, fair enough, yeah, but usually if you're griefing or trolling to the enemy, then you're not actually becoming better. So you kind of you sacrifice your ability to win just to try and grief mm-hmm. them or troll them, and obviously depending on what type of game it is, it's not always
1: worth it. Right. Yeah, I think one of the key lines in the uh, Wikipedia explanation is a player who deliberately irritates and harasses other players within the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. there's often have rules to enforce for forbidding griefing. Yeah. Okay. Right, so we've skipped down to the last one I had on my list and we might come back to this another time with some other further down the alphabet um terms, It'll be a part two to this. But what is there anything there I've missed that you two think are important on that list? What about frag? That's a word that you sometimes hear. Frag.
0: That's just when you killed someone. Is so it yeah, there's two different yeah. um in real there's life. two different de- definitions for frag. So you've got frag when you when you get a kill and you kill someone, or there's a yeah. frag grenade, which is a fragmental grenade or fragmented grenade. Okay. That um, is a, basically a high explosive grenade that shoots fragments everywhere. So it's yeah. like so um, throw a, a frag here. It's not very common in games I play, but it's actually in some games as well. Okay. It's to throw a grenade there. Yeah. And so you can tell by context, I assume, the difference between this. Yeah. I find it quite interesting because I just started playing World of Warcraft. Um, Don't hate me. Mm -hmm, Um, But a lot of the tutorials, you go on YouTube to sort of figure out what's going on. And they use a lot of these expressions that I've never heard of. And it's like, I'm clearly coming to this because I don't know what I'm talking about. Why are you coming at me with all these uh, abbreviations? And I have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you need this list then, don't you? The whole list. Uh,
0: Sometimes, but also they yeah. talk really fast, and it's just like, yeah, okay. this clearly isn't a tutorial for me,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think it seems then, um, obviously, different genres of games will have their own uh, glossary of terms in, to a degree, you know. Like a first-person shooter (FPS), which is another one uh, on our list. FPS um, is is going to have a whole like frag might appear in that more than um, a uh, I don't know an adventure game, or um yeah. Yeah, or uh, yeah, uh, some other form of uh, game. Well, Is there anything else on there that anybody wants to come up mention? So this list only goes down to G, but we will be looking at some more another time. Camping. What about camping?
0: Pointless, surely. <laughs> yeah, it's when you have a good old time with your friends and family. Yeah. yeah. In a field. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, it's when you irritate people so much that they want to kill you. Oh, no. no because <laughs> yeah. you're camping. You yeah, because like you're camping. Camp. Ford, Ford hates yeah. campers. Um, it, yeah. It's basically sitting in one place in a um, in a game where you would um, kill other people. They're sitting in yeah. one place and just waiting for the enemies to walk, walk into your crosshair, basically. Walk to
1: you, yeah. Mm. yeah. And Ford hates them doesn't that make them vulnerable though because you soon realize where they are and you can plan around if that. if you're smart yeah
0: but um, if, that if that being said they'd get at least a couple of kills before you notice yeah. that they're just standing there and waiting yeah, yeah. so either way they they win you know because and you're not they, gonna get them the first time
1: yeah if they camp near the spawn point they might you might not have the chance Spawn camping Spawn spawn point. What's the spawn point? I haven't got to the oh. S's, but we've just <laughs> we've just said a word that uh, people might not be familiar with.
0: That spawn point for is where you come in you, you arrive on the scene. Yeah. In, in dramatic dramatic. Yeah,
1: the beginning of a game. Yeah, yeah, works, so, yeah. The place on the map where your character appears after usually either the very beginning of the game or after having died and come back to life again. Yeah. Okay. I think that's enough for now, do you? It's very good. Unless there's anything it's too much to be honest <laughs> <laughs> no, I I alright guys thank you for your wisdom especially you Devon, and, <laughs> and your comedy especially you for oh thank you in, in you know educating myself and some of the other listeners perhaps yeah it might help others want to go and have a bit of a game time on their consoles or other gaming platforms that's... that do exist yeah Ford's segment
2: subject.
0: Right now I wanted to talk about our faith as Christians.
2: Don't get real deep.
0: Although uh, to be fair, this this does sort of transpose this conversation onto anything you kinda care about, I guess? Or maybe just faith in general. I wanted to talk about laughing at your faith. Okay. Now what what do you think of that I mean by that? Oh. Not sure really.
1: Okay. not taking it too seriously, but being light-hearted about it. I
0: don't know. Mm. Not sure. Devin, you got anything? Uh, not really. Fair enough. Um, I was thinking, uh, briefly about films and the way they kind of mock films. I got a, a little list here. I haven't actually seen all of them, but okay. Whatever. Um, we've got the life of Brian. Have you guys seen that?
2: Oh,
1: yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, what, what, what do you think about that film?
1: Well, when that first came out uh, amongst Christians, it was derided, and uh, you know people didn't want to watch it. But I, I, I think I can see where you're going now with the conversation. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I found that film entertaining, and I didn't feel it offended me in any way. Uh, you attacked? It, it had a spiritual element to it. Um, did I feel attacked? Uh. No, I, I could I could watch it without being offended. Um, mm. I, I know it um, emulated some uh, Christian um, scenarios and uh, others, perhaps more devout. Not that I'm not devout, but I, I'm trying to think of the correct terms. I need a glossary mm. of terms for some Christian talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but what I, I I guess I can also mention another. What about Father Ted, for example? Oh, that's on my list. Yeah, we, we we do enjoy a bit of Father Ted, or have we to... do? Yeah, yeah. It can. Some Christians might be offended by some of that and not be able to laugh at the spiritual content that's within that um, series. Of well, I've got a few yeah. here. Okay.
0: Sort of, you got Father Ted, Vicar of Dibley, maybe uh, yeah. Heaven Almighty as a film, but yeah. they sort of, they sort of mock. Um, the religious it's not necessarily mocking faith, it's mocking the religious uh everything else that's built up around faith, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: yes. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah, Father Ted definitely. Mm. Um Yeah. The um the Evan Almighty and the other one, what was the there was two Bruce Almighty. There? Bruce Almighty, I didn't have any problems with it because, although it was about a character who, who f- found himself with godlike powers, um, I, I think it, it was quite thought provoking, especially the Bruce Almighty one. Mm.
2: Um,
1: it, you, you began to conceive of how amazing the real God was because of this humans inability to control the powers and it was a glimpse of the powers that God has yeah. given to the, given into the hands of a man who um wasn't um divine, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because they
0: portrayed guys... or at least attempted to portray God as yes. this uh, ultimately wise and kind and like yes amazing being um, played
1: by Played by Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I mean that who can who can possibly have a bad word to say about any film with or any, <laughs> uh, any any part that Morgan Freeman plays, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Even okay. even when he's playing God Almighty, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So yeah. Have
0: you, seen, I... have you guys seen the uh Terminator Jesus parody?
1: No, I haven't. Oh, no. no, okay. <laughs>
0: It's really funny. It's just this this Terminator comes back in time to protect Jesus from the Romans. Oh, right. And he just ends up murdering them all. And Jesus is like, no, this is supposed to happen. What are you doing?
1: Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. don't watch it. It's bad. (laughs) I do remember, remember, is it called, oh, I should use this in the glossary terms. It's not so much gaming, but a meme. M-E-M-E. Which it means, is that a a short video clip? Is that what it means? Oh,
0: not always. It's just something something that's very, very viral. So that's a okay
1: viral, okay a vi yeah, this meme that I remember of um all the men from the three hundred TV uh, film yeah. sorry that's oh, all yeah. talking about going having a men's breakfast together, and the au- <laughs> the audio had been altered uh about um having um as much um high cholesterol bacon before we start the day and stuff <laughs> like this, you know, and it was all. all Cut scene or cut scenes or video taken from 300 film. It was very, very, very funny. Wow. <laughs> need okay. To, need need to try and Google that, and I'll uh, maybe post a link for you for that. Yeah. Anyway, so right.
0: you guys don't feel too well, Devon. You haven't spoken much about films and How what you do you feel um, about humour being used. I think who talked about it before? Maybe not um, about not having to defend the lion. Uh, yeah, you mentioned it last week. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I I feel that quite strongly, but also if you do find yourself becoming not at peace with something by um, something mocking, um, maybe your religion, if you're quite devout to the religion, or your god, or whatever you care about that's a thing, what, what we're talking about? Mm. Then yeah, don't watch it. That's it. <laughs> should it be banned? No, I don't think it should be banned. But feel free just not to watch it, and encourage yeah. you not to watch it if yeah, it affects you badly.
1: I'm trying to remember. I found that clip about the men in three hundred. I might send it to you later. (laughs) Uh, But the uh, there was um, link in description. Jerry Jerry Springer. Oh (laughs) no! Yeah, this this is one thing. The opera. This is one thing that did upset me a bit. Right now, one thing uh, that I, I am quite easy to like Devon's just said, but there is a, one thing the Jerry Springer Opera um, which had a musical containing irreverent uh, treatment of Christian themes. So I guess there's one thing about being offensive for the sake of trying to pull down and um, decry mm. but I I have less of a problem if it's done with in the name of humour because I think yeah. humour humour can be helpful. Well that's a very um, difficult line to tell, isn't it? It is, because one person's humor isn't the same as another's. Yeah. Uh-huh. There might be some people. I never saw the Jerry spring Opera. This is just one that came to mind because of something I heard talks about it the other day. Um but I know at the time, I'm trying to think yeah, it came out in two thousand three, so it's a while ago now. It. um it did cause a lot of upset in Christian circles because mm. of, because of the way it treated Christianity. Mm. Um, yeah. And there have been other things. I'm sure there's plenty of other things that have offended Christians over the years, but, but with the other things that we've mentioned, I think it can be a draw. I know a lot of people who really had a much greater appreciation for um, um, the Vicar Dibley's character uh, there's another TV series called Rev, which is uh, much more grittier uh story than um, Vicar Dibley, but oh, yeah. um, it has uh, Tom Hollander playing a, a inner city vicar yeah. facing some quite difficult challenges and some mentally, uh, sorry, some emotional struggles of his own. You know, and I think it, it, it was a very good use of comedy to bring a greater appreciation of what a church leader has to put up with and go through.
0: That's interesting, so,
1: yeah. Yeah, I strongly recommend that. Um, and it's a bit of a tearjerker in many places, but it'll have you rolling around in laughter in other places as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, the
0: uh, the other angle I want to take on this is when you're with your friends and you're just mucking around, as it were. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's just my generation or just the people I hang around with too much um, yeah. I feel like we're living in an age where everything is comedy fodder if you know what I'm saying
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, how do you feel when in that scenario I mean Excuse should me. you if someone's mocking it in a fun loving way should you let it slide or do you think it's uh, you know what actually we've got to respect this or whatever
1: I'm thinking at what I <laughs> do in those circumstances I, Okay. So. I
0: personally don't tell someone to stop making a joke um, but if not right. making a joke on my expense. Like, I'll definitely never swear or whatever. Then I'll, yeah. I'll try and make that into a joke. Yeah, We're trying to take it lighthearted because yeah. I think <clears> them <throat> them seeing that I'm not just rigid and mm. I don't know. Just like, would it ever completely would ever come to a point where it's is it is it ever too far? Too far not for, for me to stand mm. there and listen to, um, and keep, like obviously take part in. Yes but too far in me having to silence them? I don't think so. Mm. Okay, so you'd just walk away if it ever got to the point where you felt attacked, as it were? I'd like to think so.
1: (laughs) I don't know that I've ever been in a position like that because the people I tend to associate with, and others as well, I mean, I've been in several situations, regularly been, uh, we we used to visit a local... um, drinker's pub, you know, different types of pubs have different types of reputations and this was a proper drinker's pub, no airs and graces, and uh, we'd and I went in there with uh, with our curate uh, many times we used to do it once a week to go and meet with the guys that were down there, and there was a level of respect there, there was the odd joke made against us and the church and Christianity, yeah, but yeah. I think you, if, if we'd have taken the high ground in that, we'd have immediately distanced ourselves from yeah. them Now, I don't think we encouraged it or endorsed their jokes and we might laugh and say very funny, well done, you know, or what have you, but move on. But often by the end of those evenings, these guys that we were meeting with were open and they were sharing their hearts and their problems and really shaking your hands when you come to go and say, thanks for coming. We really enjoy it when you come, you know. So, not saying any of them became Christians through that, but I think because of our response, if we took the high ground, they may well have, um, phew, not not you lot again, you know, I remember yeah. last time you came, you gave us a hard time. Really that, does, yeah, yeah I, I don't remember any time, I think there was a level of respect that grew between us and them that wouldn't have grown if... Um, if we had, if we'd taken a different approach, but also within groups of friends and family, we have friends and family who are not Christians. They, they all, they already know where the line is and they don't wander beyond that. You know, uh, we can have conversations about my faith and your faith in family get togethers without it becoming a, um, any awkwardness about it or, or uh, judgment or judgment. Yeah. 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 That's just the way I see it. Anyway, I think I have to judge every... I don't think I've ever had to walk away from a situation. I've never had to go get... Now, hang on a minute. I won't have that, you know, that kind of response. Oh, um, that's fair enough. Th- there might be other ways you can handle those situations. Um, never never sense the need to take the aggressive high, high ground, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I
0: think
1: people generally are quite respectful, aren't they? It, yeah, yeah. I mean
0: not that they won't joke but they they kind of feel like they know where the line is you know
1: people have really serious and uh important questions to ask and i think they need to see that we're approachable enough to ask those questions Hmm. because if we're not if we're judgmental they're just not going to bother to want to know our thoughts you know yeah yeah thank Hmm. you Okay, I know you. You set your heading was uh, laughing. What was it? Laughing.
0: Uh, oh, laughing face. at your face. Yeah. Laughing at
1: your face. I think humour is a very valuable uh, a way to open doors. When preachers um, start their um, preaching, often they try and use humour to let settle things, don't they? You know, if you're sat in a church service, uh, it, when the, when the preacher begins with something humorous, everybody's begins to relax a bit, you know. Yeah, and if if you were a non-Christian in that environment or a a, a new Christian, um, you you would be more open there. Important. Uh, Humour is valuable, I think, as long as it's not going too far. And uh, some of those other examples we've used, I don't think, for me, go too far. But everybody's got a different level of where the boundary is, haven't they?
0: Yeah. Wrap it up there, then. Excellent.
1: That's a good good thought. Good conversation. Thank you, Ford. Yeah. Are you saying that because you did most of the talking? I did at the end, didn't I? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it's cool, it's cool. I'll keep quiet during Devon's segment then. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> I'll try and uh, mon- li- limit my, um, my uh, input. It depends if Ford's got to okay. stay or not. No, it's <laughs> <Sorry>. doubtful. <devil. laughs> All right, on with the
0: right. show.
2: Devon's segment. Subject.
0: So I wanted to talk to you guys about some films and films, and some good. books. Or maybe a mixture of the two. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk to you about adaptations. Mm. Uh, whether it be from... I'm primarily going from book to film adaptations, because that's probably where we're at most. Um, but obviously yeah. you've got different adaptations as well. Um, like with games or whatever it is. Um, uh-huh. So before I moved on, um what goes into your head when i say adaptations hunger games Mm. yeah
1: okay that's it was a series of books then became a series of films did you yeah Mm. what did you think of that that particular one i've never read the books i know you were keen on the books weren't you devon i don't know if did ford read them as well i did not unfortunately no yeah devon's a big reader of those hunger game books i remember I hear
0: the book, the, the film's pretty good and the books are better than the film, that's what I hear.
1: I, that's what I was going to say. I often hear that, uh, what's the best way round to go about them? Is it best to read the book first or watch the film first? Mm-hmm. I think uh, it could because they obviously can't capture everything that's in the book in a film version. Maybe you could in a TV series, but it's much harder to get the same level of depth isn't it, in a film.
0: It's that interesting you in. say that, because I read the book or listened to the book of uh, Ready Player One oh, before yes. the film came out yeah. and then when I went to watch the film I was just very disappointed
2: really, really? <laughs> throughout okay. the whole
0: film the, the book that's... is so good yeah and in comparison it's just like uh, so welcome I welcome to ancient... my world yeah, I think actually what you really want to do is watch the film first and I then agree. go to the book
1: I agree yeah
0: no if you have a choice have that a choice. ruins no. the book experience
1: But you're always going to be disappointed uh, by the film. I think that tends to be the pattern. The film is never as good as the book.
0: Yeah, but the level of enjoyment goes up anyway because
1: the book experience is so good.
0: Because it's really, it's really
1: hard to read a book if you already know the story. I think what you should do is wait for the film to come out on DVD and read the book and watch the film at the same time and keep pausing, pause, and pause <laughs> the film. Yeah. <laughs> then you can enjoy both the same. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way, I think. Only way to be sure. Yeah, it might be right. Yeah,
0: uh, It's interesting, I was thinking about Douglas Adams, uh, oh, yeah. obviously the creator of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. Yeah. Now, when he changed uh, medium, shall we say, when he turned into, from a book into a radio series, then from a radio series into a f- TV series, and then into a film, yeah. Yeah. he was he was present during the fil- shooting of the film or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, well, no, he time, died
1: before the film was finished.
0: Before it was finished. He had a say yeah. in how it was going to... I think he may have had a say in the script. Oh, he
1: had it? an input in it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, each time, he s- deliberately made them different.
1: Okay. Yeah, he was
0: very happy to explore different ways of telling his story, the same story, which yeah. which, I, which I found very interesting. because you're trying you'd...
1: to replicate it, yeah.
0: Exactly. If you were an yeah. author, you'd think this is my baby. I want it to be represented yeah. yeah. exactly as I'd before. before. Let's do it again. But yeah. he he really leaned in, leaned into that. <coughs> Sorry, yeah. I can't say words. He really leaned into that. There you
1: go. Yeah. No, I like that. It's a very good point. I think you make a very valid point there. I yeah. was going
0: to bring up hitchhikers um oh. obviously, as you say they've made those so so many different mediums but mm-hmm. also because of how bad the film was <laughs> it's regarded as it a very bad um, adaptation uh, um okay. if you compare the book to the film the yes, quality the yeah. quality decrease is is um, exponential i'd say
1: there there are scenes within the film that are not in the book oh yeah. yes very much so or any other of the mediums yeah yeah yeah
0: definitely and there's yeah. films
1: in the book that's not in the um the movie yeah
0: uh, yeah but you get that a, lot, most a lot,
1: lot more yeah yeah they have to cut a lot out of the books don't they usually
0: yeah 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 um or that you means... like turn something into a three movie trilogy like the hobbit yeah. which was yeah. uh, bad again but no one liked the hobbit did they exactly <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah which yeah. is weird
0: because they really really like lord of the rings adaptation okay but the thing is the lord of the rings films there was three of them and there was three books and i think they translated that pretty right. accurately i think mm-hmm. without without all the long poems or whatever um but when it came to the hobbit film there's only one book and they turned it into three films i think everyone came to it thinking right they're just milking this aren't they what do you reckon i think there was already a problem before they even sat down i i quite like lots of content um but it was this cartoonish nature of The Hobbit that wasn't in Lord of the Rings that I, it mm. kind of put me off. Like this guy rolling down a hill in a barrel. Oh, in a barrel. Yeah. Just like taking out taking out <laughs> those walks. It's like, what, what are you doing? That, was that not in any of the books or anything? Uh, it probably wasn't the book, to be honest. But it's no, it, no, no, nothing, nothing like that happened in Lord of the Rings. Okay. i still reading The Hobbit. That's one of my millions of books I'm reading. Oh, right. So big, it kind of broke the universe Yeah. yeah. It kind of just made it silly and for me Lord of the Rings was never silly but Mm. uh, that's fair that's just
1: me. I think I've tended to and I've not done it a lot I remember doing it with the film Alien Um, enjoyed a film and then wanted to go deeper into that universe so I've then read the book Mm. that's the way I've tended to do it because I wanted to get more and it's usually been a fulfilling experience to do that I think, I only know this from what people have said, when you read a book first, you're often disappointed by the film because it's not got the bits that you think should be in there and uh, Mm. it's not. Because when you watch a film, sorry, when you read a book, you build up an image, don't you? You can picture the characters, you picture the environments in which they are in. And, And then when you see it on film and it's different to what you, in your mind, envisaged, you are going to be disappointed. Whereas when after I'd watched the film Alien and then read the book Alien, I, my mind was picturing the imagery that I'd already seen on the screen. So there was no disappointment. All there was was another layer of depth. I knew what, how the story was going to unfold. So, yes, the surprise had gone. But I had that surprise experience from watching the film. So what the, the, where the surprise came from reading the books was um, that, oh, This bit wasn't in the film. What's going to happen here? There were clips and elements within the whole story that were deeper and 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 even scenes that, like we said, that you don't get in the film that you do get in the book. So, so that's for me. I did say I wasn't going to say much in this segment. (laughs) Uh, That for me is probably my preferred way of doing it, Uh, and I've done it not just with that film, but several others. Many others since then. So uh, yeah,
0: yeah, that's, that's how I've done it with Hitchhikers and 2001: A Space Odyssey. And yeah. I tend, I tend to agree with you. Yeah,
1: but Devin doesn't.
0: I personally find the the adventure of going, oh, this is this person. Oh, they mm-hmm. look completely different, or they look exactly the same, or okay, they're they just how I imagined, or completely different. Um, that adventure, and having a scene in your mind. Okay, this is going to come in the next half an hour. I wonder how they're going to do mm. this scene. It's yeah. actually quite exciting for me. and it is. Um, yeah, I look forward to watching okay. it then. Whether, if, if I've not watched it, or not read it beforehand, And it's just like another film.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe that's just do you me. think that films are the inferior medium? <sighs> do you think books are better? Oh. These days it feels like books have more effort put into them generally mm. as in like the storytelling and how much they actually stick to what is the backstory or whatever just like if you look at the um sequels of star wars trilogy it's, oh yeah uh, like they just go completely off on each other and it's like okay now here's Darth Sidious for no reason it's like what what's going on you know he's saying they have no respect for the um Universe, as, yeah, as whereas if it's a book, it's usually just one author and he's got his entire universe, his, his entire law of back catalogue of what's going on, and he can work off mm-hmm. that really well. But I don't know, I think generally with with films, it doesn't really happen as much. see it still does happen, it's still really good, really good films,
1: but um, but
0: yeah,
1: I hmm, I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm not a big reader, I'm much more keener film watcher but um because it's easier i guess reading isn't doesn't come easy to me Mm, yes yeah
0: i think there's a lot more There's different art forms in a film mm. you've got lighting and camera angle and all this sort of thing whereas books are obviously wordplay there's different descriptive ways of saying things Mm -hmm. so they're they're different art forms but i don't know which is better
2: Mm.
1: It's hard, isn't it? Because everybody's going to have their own preference on that. Yeah. Yeah. And some films would work better as a film than as a book as well.
0: But yeah. obviously some things are the way around. I've got a little list, of, like, quite a small list, of okay. the best um, adaptations into films. i got some mm-hmm. bad ones as well, but I'll talk about those in a second. Okay. So um, I've got Schindler's list.
1: Right, seen the film, not read the book, yeah. I don't know what that's like. How did you find the film? The film was excellent, yeah. Yeah, it's quite high. highly regarded um, Yeah, I think we spoke about it previously on the podcast as uh, an element of it. We talked about, oh, yeah, when I was talking about black and white cinema. Yes. And it's predominantly a black and white, except for one element. I won't say scene, I'd say one element. Now, how that would, that for me was the, the wow moment of the film. And, um, how you would, how would that would translate into a reading experience? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So don't know if you read the book, I haven't, no. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'd I'd like to know, speak to somebody who has read the book and how, and I think they know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil it. Um, Mm. that the color element within that film, um, how is that portrayed within the book? be interested to know. Unless it was yeah. just in the film, it may have been that it was a, 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 if you like, a, a device that was only used in the film. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, anyway, yeah it on. Yeah. And i got the Life of Pi. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The film. I don't know Not what the you the guys film. thought about
0: the film. I think Ford was a bit boring, didn't he? Long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I haven't read the book. Um yeah. but I've heard that it's really good. And it's it's quite hard in a book to have something in only one scene. It's obviously where there's lots yeah. of different things happening around the boat or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, it's
1: a beautiful film to watch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's be- that's beautiful beautifully cinematic. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah.
0: the the film uses the uh there's a lot of cinematic scenes yes. and wow moments. Um, yeah, trying to, as like filler. But obviously, in a yeah. book, you can't do that. No,
1: um,
0: that's interesting because yeah. descriptively, like when it comes to when they try trying to describe a scene in a book, that's what turns me off. All the descriptive uh, words. Yeah, uh, I like to know what's happening rather than what yeah. what what the background is or whatever. Yeah. and yeah, in a film, then it becomes beautiful because you can see it. Mm. Maybe my imagination isn't that great, but yeah, that's...
2: yeah, I kind of
0: agree with you actually.
1: Yeah. yeah. But when we um, read the short story "Snowdrifts," one of the comments we said there was how descriptive it was, wasn't it? And we commented, and I think uh, I think uh, one of our listeners um, contacted us back about that that was the reason it was so descriptive was because it was uh, trying to paint a picture for the for the reader. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. I've got a... Maybe some authors go too far with that, yeah. <laughs> maybe. So I've got, um, I'll cut a few out because of
0: time. i got Shawshank Redemption.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't know that was a book. Well, wow. yeah, neither was <laughs> I was researching.
1: Mm? <laughs> yeah. okay. It's
0: obviously a very, very good film. Um, yeah. So I can imagine the, fil- uh, the book's going to be quite good as well.
1: Number one um, on IMDb top 250.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we've got Ooh, some yeah. some bad adaptations. We've always talked about The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. We've always talked about yeah. Hitchhikers, which is kind of debatable, I guess. Um, yeah. but also I've got Ford in mind for this. Got oh. Dune. Dune, oh really? really? Yeah, there's a okay. film, and apparently got it got sucked. It's film. got sting
2: in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. There's a nice, there's one or two nice special effects in that film for its time when it when it was made, but uh, huh. it was a bit, a bit drawn out. Yeah, I don't know what the book's like.
0: Uh, quite drawn out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice or maybe I'm just a slow reader. <laughs> <laughs> and, huh. It's not
1: grabbing you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's
0: actually quite. It is quite good, but it's long. Yeah. I've got a a couple that a they're kind of fantasy ones because in fantasy, after Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, everyone's going, oh, it's the fantasy book. Let's make it into a, a film series because that's going to mm-hmm. that's going to be really popular. So we've got mm-hmm. Percy Jackson, which oh, yeah, just,
1: the lightning thieves. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. Um, mm-hmm.
0: then we've got, I've not seen it. Eragon? Arag- no, I don't
2: know
1: that.
0: It's Arag- about a dragon, basically.
1: Oh, Ooh. I think I've seen the. Not okay, watched I've it, but it I've once. seen of it, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, I had to... What did you think, Ford?
0: Uh No, I don't think it was good, was it? <laughs> no, quite frankly. <correctly. laughs> I've got a couple that were um, actually disavowed by the authors. So we've huh? got um, Charlotte's Web. Uh-huh. Oh, the, right, yeah. The cartoon. Spider one yeah the because yeah. there's a couple of Charlotte's Web films there's a um... so, so the author
1: disapproved of what they did with it exactly
0: yeah, yeah. and there's Solaris oh yeah the authors basically oh. don't like them.
1: I like Solaris mm.
0: so that's it it's my time I think wow uh. so film's good book's good don't put them together <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> unless it's Lord of the Rings or short yeah yes. Yeah, I think that's the thing because also Lord of the Rings. I, I've obviously watched those many a time, but then when I come to read the book, all the long boring bits, they they sort of in fade the into the back. Yeah, they're not in the films, but that's they become acceptable because I understand where we're going. Yeah, and I feel like if I was reading this book for the first time, it would be like, why? <laughs> mm. you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I
1: suppose you're right. Yeah. Hmm very interesting interesting it's a good conversation yeah thank you for yeah, bringing right. it to us no thank yeah, you i like i like the uh, the challenge it poses before us yeah. <laughs> yeah excellent thank you very much
2: and now it's time for random chatting
0: this is the random chat last week we set the homework to be reading the pilgrims progress book by john bunyan yeah um, June. June, yeah June, June. <laughs> Um And we said that we'd see as far as we can get uh, We've actually decided just to read the first chapter Slash stage, stage is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who wants to give us a bit about Devon what it's pattern. about? Devon, yeah,
1: Devon, Devon, yeah Okay <laughs> So far okay. Better placed, I think, to do that, yeah
0: Am I? Oh gosh Yeah um, The Pilgrim's Progress is a book um, it takes place in the dream of the narrator, John Bunyan, about uh-huh. a man who is called Christian, um, and he wants to lighten his burden. And in the, in the book, it's pictured as a big backpack thing on his back, and he's he's always mm. bending down because he's got this huge burden he's trying to get rid of. Um, he comes across many different people on his travels, and he ultimately has the goal of walking through the narrow gate to have his burden lightened. Um, Mm. There's a lot of, obviously, references to biblical structure um, as he comes around the evangelist. And, of course, the protagonist is called Christian. And there's lots of um, verses embedded into the um, literature as you go through as well. So it's kind of like using the Bible and verses in the Bible as reference to what it's saying. So, like, Mm. in, in in academia, you can't just say something. You've got to say something and reference where you got that from. Um, so it kind of does that and reminds me of that in it, which I thought was quite cool.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Very good. Yeah, all well, the people we encounter are sort of personif-
0: personifications of like different worldviews, aren't they? And stuff like that. Yeah. yeah philosophies.
1: Yeah. yeah, and challenges, yeah. temptations and yes. things like that. Yeah. It helps. Really well, yeah. obviously. It's quite old-style... Uh, language used um when, when you're reading it you have to get your head in that mode I think to appreciate it mm. so I didn't um, find
0: it too bad it wasn't as bad uh, well
1: when, when was it written uh 1678, 1678.
0: oh no. yeah well, well, went
1: too <laughs> yeah <to> do that. <laughs> so that's yeah. quite a while many many years ago hundreds of years ago. Yeah.
0: So this is quite a dense book, isn't it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like we've read the first chapter and we've already got quite a bit to say. I think. Well, I don't know. I have. What do you guys think?
1: Go for it. Go for it.
0: Yeah. 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 It's 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 really good. Um, There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of deep um, meaning in a lot of what it says. And even just as you say, even just the first chapter, there's a lot to go through. So, so in the first chapter, we set off with Christian, our main character. He's he's tormented by this this weight and he wants to get oh he, he runs into an evangelist and this evangelist comes to him and says dude your city's gonna burn or whatever get out of here and yeah. so he does much to the grin of his uh, family and all the people in his town A town's called mm-hmm. destruction um that'll named Yes, yeah. <laughs> everything's yeah. exactly named. Who, who's, gonna, who's gonna
1: go? Oh, let's settle down in this nice <laughs> town called
0: <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, and then he gets stuck in this mire of uh, I forget what it's called, Despondency. Um, oh, well, someone comes with him as well. What do you think of mm. what was his Is name? It pliable. Yeah, pliable. pliable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he was all right. Yeah. You know, I think he was a bit pliable, and he just yeah. went. He just... <laughs> went with the flow a bit. Um I I was surprised that he didn't get dissuaded um by oh, no. Ob- obst- obstinance obstinate as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, the thing is Christian appealed to him and said look we're going to this great place where there's great things going on and throughout the journey he's like um Plyable's like tell me more about this great place and he's like yeah it's great. Uh, he doesn't I don't think Plival had the burden that's the point. Mm. He was trying to make the burden's the thing that's driving Christian. Yeah, Pliable's just along for the ride, if you know
2: what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, doesn't that say motivation?
0: Yeah, then as soon as he comes into the what was it? Oh, I just said it a minute ago, a swamp of
1: a dis- <gasps> uh, a a despondency. That's it, yeah, the um, of despondent. Dis- that's no? it, is it? Yeah, uh, Plyble leaves Christian at the slough of despond. Yes, yeah. um,
0: as soon as he comes across a problem then he's like well it's not worth it is it because he's mm-hmm. not in it for anything more than just yeah, the goods he hasn't get out of it. push through yeah, yeah. yeah. whereas Christian can't just go home you know because no. he's still got this problem yes what do you think the burden is I have a theory but oh because it's it... bas- this is basically a mass off um parable isn't it it's all yes
1: yes yeah i yeah. i would think it's uh just sin is it sin okay but what type of sin i don't know
0: see so i was under the impression it was guilt or something yeah. like that okay. because i have a feeling i have read this book before and i have a feeling at some point he gets rid of the burden
2: oh, right.
0: long before the end and if it was sin, then he would be guilt free. Uh, sorry, guilt free. Uh, uh, sin free. He would be perfect yeah. already. I yeah. think it's supposed to be at the end. He becomes okay. Maybe some, I'm wrong then. Yeah. Spoilers. it
1: yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Then We're, hopefully, we'll have, that will be uncovered and revealed to us at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think. It,
0: also um, Plyable doesn't actually read the book does he? So he doesn't have the f- or he didn't hear from the evangelist about how dis- the town destruction is going to be destroyed, be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. I guess so he's not got that fear or the guilt mm. you know yeah.
1: so no motivation Yeah. and when you aren't motivated this is the lesson, each, each of these characters kind of have something to teach us don't they as a reader yeah. Um, yeah, pliable is, oh yeah, easy come, easy go um, I'll, yeah, bends and he's pliable <laughs> Yeah, like some, uh, mm-hmm. it's not rigid and set He's, uh, bends, w- w- you know, with the wind almost, you know And um, yeah. whatever wind takes him, he goes that way So for a while he's he sticks with uh, Christian But uh, as soon as it gets tricky, off he goes there's an interesting
0: quote that says, it goes on like this. Uh, modern evangelism is too often willing to rush people to the cross without giving people the why they need oh, yeah. it. So it's like this, this pliable guy, he, he had no why it was just the, I want it. Mm. So I didn't know if this was like a metaphor for evangelists that go around saying, Hey, God can forgive your sins. That's it. Mm. No more, no more to it, you know?
1: Yeah, true. I don't know what you thought yeah. about that. Just surface only, no, no depth. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Move on to another point. You've got some notes there, I guess, that you <laughs> might as well lead our conversation. Forward. Yeah. Uh, did you guys not make any notes? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be honest, I ended up downloading the audiobook version, so I was listening to it. Heretic. Um, reading it i know i'm sorry but um yeah (laughs) yeah, um, it's the only way i found ability to like i said earlier i'm not a big reader but i'm a a much more uh capable listener (laughs) that's fine i know i know it's the second best option but
0: uh yeah to be honest i devour most of my books via audiobooks that's fine
1: well exactly i I
0: see um some interesting context, I thought, was that obviously we've said this comes out in the 1600s or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, the printing press and the English Bible translation had only just come out.
1: Wow. So
0: yeah. a Christian carrying a Bible was supposed to be a thing. Like he's not, he's not relying on a priest or a, mm. a, thi- a person to drive his faith. He has God with him. It's personal. In a way, yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, which was new to that era.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that came across at all. That sounds. I hadn't like spotted it works. that
1: then. Mm. Mm. It was a real, really written for that moment, then, wasn't it? For that, uh, to, you know what I mean? To, to the new, new world in which the printing press had formed. Yeah. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Quite famously, this guy wrote this book from prison. Um, hmm. I don't actually have a point behind this. Uh, he was uh, in prison for being a conscientious objector for um, conformity preaching. Oh. So he was very much into this, each person has his own journey, as it were. Hmm. Because, he yeah, he was that sort of preacher and um, people weren't like him for that sort of thing. Yeah. It's quite interesting, I thought. Well. Wow. Mm. What do you yeah. why do you think he's in the dream? Why isn't it just a story? Mm. Well, it's quite a ridiculous story, isn't it? Well, yeah, but most stories are. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but it kind of makes sense if it's a dream because you can believe a lot more, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't actually serve much of a purpose, does it? Mm. I don't know it depends if this is this is how he dreams that each person would go about their journey, or how he—I don't know. Yeah, wishes that every person had this this journey. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Could be nothing.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, we, yeah. As a writer, God speaks to people. In dreams and visions, you know, and maybe that's why he decided to make that part of the novel itself, you know. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: I guess because the narrator, John Bunyan himself, is in the story at the very beginning, we haven't gotten very far. Maybe he comes into play later on. Maybe Mm -hmm. he later observes the dream from a third person and there's more to be done with that character, if you know what I mean. That might be why it's a dream, so that he can narrate from within the story but outside the story, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah,
0: That'd be my guess. But I guess we'll find out
1: as we go. Mm. I suppose we will. Mm. Okay. According to the Wikipedia page, I'm just having a quick read, uh, Christian is weighed down by a great burden, the knowledge of his sin, which, uh, which he believed came from his reading the book in his hand brackets the Bible. I think it's spoilers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have known that because he says someone asked him I can't remember who it was. Someone asked him how they came about the burden. And he yeah. said from this book. Yeah. So obviously the burden was always there but he only has the knowledge of the burden of it. the awareness yeah. of the burden through Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. but that, that is guilt isn't it? The knowledge of sin is guilt. Brings guilt, yeah. I don't know if it is solely just guilt.
1: Mm,
0: Because um, if you're guilt-free, that doesn't mean sin has no effect on you. No, No, but it doesn't
1: burden you then. I don't know. Fair fair (laughs) enough. It's an interesting concept because, yeah, like you say, we can carry things without realising until we know they're there. And then Mm. we become aware of them, yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: It's a real deep book, isn't it, <laughs> so it far? It is. It's
1: yeah. thought-provoking, definitely. It's a great way of translating the Bible into something that perhaps people, especially at those times, could relate and and visualise, perhaps. you know.
0: I think it's really interesting how they use the quite controversial scripture of you must hate your wife and your kids mm. uh, and everyone oh, you yeah. love, then follow me. It uses mm. that to say it's not actually hating that person but he says that through this burden he no longer has enjoyment in being with them so i must give mm. him my burden because mm, they don't share in his
1: um whatever the burden is <laughs>
0: yeah
2: yeah
1: that's a tricky mm. bit isn't it to get your head around but uh, in comparison to god um our earthly desires should be should be put in perspective mm. I mean, this is all
0: metaphor, isn't it? It's not like hmm. he's actually going on. a journey. If this was applied to a real Christian, it's not about actually going on a journey
1: and leaving your it's wife a, it's, and kids. Yeah, it's
0: a metaphorical journey, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. We call it the Christian walk, don't we? We're yeah. not actually walking. Yeah, you know? it's about where you inten-
1: your attention is. And much in the Bible is metaphor, isn't it? You know, people talk about what's metaphor and what you can take literally, but often stories of given to us in the bible which are metaphorical rather than literal but they have a message to tell us through that yeah mm. yeah it's controversial that is. i know because i've heard people say that about some scriptures i think no i want that to be literal scripture mm. <laughs> i want i, I actually, yeah. i'm taking it literally and other people take it metaphorically <laughs> yeah. but does it does it lessen it by being metaphorical we're talking about scriptures now not necessarily pilgrim's progress doesn't lessen it, I think, surely. I
0: think if it does, then you're not looking at the meaning behind it and yeah. the lesson that you're supposed to take from it. Because that's the part that matters. If, you're t- if it has to have happened for it to have meaning or yeah. for it not to be lessened.
1: Well, the parables, you know, the parables yeah. didn't literally happen, did they? But their story and their meaning is still very powerful and relevant and true, mm. you know. Yeah, you know, it's a man it's... trying to convey his idea using a story yeah. to explain the truth yeah yeah which it which is what this is it's like a sequence of parables isn't it mm. a series of parables i guess in the same way that jesus used parables to tell stories yeah yeah how are you liking it so far oh i like it i'm enjoying jesus. it a lot i oh,
2: could
0: I, don't know if you don't know. I find it I find it work because it's yeah. effort to try and figure out what he's trying to say. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like it because I do like that kind of theological tinge to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm more of a... I don't know if you call it a logical Christian or a feelings Christian. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, I'd say I'm more on the logical spectrum. Okay, say. yeah. Um, so I do like it but it is effort, you know? I'm surprised it's effort for you, because for me it's a lot easier to read than Snowdrift. Wow, (laughs) a a lot easier to read. Really? Yeah. I I I can skim this and understand what's going on. With Snowdrift, I have to pay attention to every word and be like, okay, what does that mean? I have no idea. Yeah. I think it's because I'm trying to look for the deeper meaning. That that what's John Bunyan trying to say? You know? And Mm -hmm. my brain doesn't quite work that way, very often.
1: Okay, well we're going to continue with this, aren't we? Got more to, more to delve into. So that's yeah. It's been a good start. Thank you. Stage one complete.
0: There's ten, is there? Nine? I don't know. Stages. Let me look. Uh... I guess we'll find out. In part one, there is course... ten stages and conclusion. And then part one. There, then oh, there's, well, there's Part two. <laughs> that has. <laughs> Eight stages with one introduction and one the Holy
1: War, whatever that means. There's a, a long list of actual characters. With within first part part.
0: Yeah, I assume part one is one story and part two is another story, but we'll have to okay. see. All of those. Oh my!
1: Yeah. So what have, what have you put got yourself into? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: How many appropriately named side characters out of 10 would you give us?
1: <laughs> I'm trying to see how many there are. Yeah, appropriately <laughs> named side characters. Very good. Um, so, so far... Yeah, go for it. Go on, then. No, you go first. <laughs> so far... <laughs> I'd give it... 8.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty high. I'm really liking it. And maybe not as quite as on board as you. Then I'd go for maybe a seven. I think. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm enjoying listening to it, but my head is still struggling with some of where we ha- are and who who is there. You know, um, mm. the characters and the settings. But hopefully, but the beauty of listening to it is I can listen to it again and again until I get it formally settled in my head. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah
1: which one, sure.
0: John? Do you know John Bunyan was a uh, was born in Bedford?
1: Oh. Yes, yeah, yeah I, I'd heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got quite a few local um, Christian superstars in our <laughs> in the mid in the Midlands. You know, around the area of the Midlands.
0: I think he died in Bedford as well, but his grave's in London. What's yeah. that about? Eh? Classic. Mm. Yeah, those London's. <laughs> what Very about you, good. Ford? What would you rate it? Oh, um yeah, no, I'd say a eight. Yeah, like wow. I say, I'm really enjoying it, it's just hard work, so
2: yeah.
0: Well it's okay. good. It's I think good. it's a really neat way of putting forth your theological points and being inclusive enough so that people can get on board as much as they want to mm-hmm. or as little as they want to, because it's just a story.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Good point. And I think that's I think that's really clever. Very
1: good.
0: Excellent.
2: It's homework time and farewell.
1: Who's ready for some homework <laughs> again? <laughs> <laughs> but sir, it's the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, too okay. bad.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, no, it's our big two o next week, so we're yeah. getting in a guest to fill the slot of homework instead, or the random chat instead.
1: So, um what do you think about that, huh? So, are we going to continue with our Pilgrim's Progress discussion in two episodes' time? Episode twenty-one, we'll come back to this. Yeah,
0: I didn't and, know uh, if you wanted Pilgrim's Progress to envelop all random chats.
1: I think it should do until we finish. Gosh, oh my dear. Yeah. That's good. Or did you want to wait till we come back to reading again? Uh, I'd say come back to
0: reading because we need to. Uh, okay. It's going to get yeah, pretty if only Have books and it's a bit.
1: Oh, right, then all right, then. So we'll be what we're doing. On episode 21, we'll be doing 20. something. Well, I no, guess 20, 20 we're not doing any homework.
0: No, because we haven't guessed. Yeah,
1: so 21 will be what follows reading. Uh, a film. Our... A film, okay. Well, next week then we'll announce what film we're going to watch in episode 21. Mm. And then it, I guess it will be episode 24 or something. But so we something. come back to talk about the rest of Pil or a bit more Pilgrim's Progress, yeah. Okay. Indeed. I'm I'm down with Pretty that, as you, you guys it. say. Down with that, yeah.
0: Excellent. What are you guys gonna do with your time off here? <laughs>
1: I've got time off. No homework for this week. I keep reading it, I'll re listen it again and again and again until I get my head around it, yeah. Ah, okay. I've got about a month to do the next bit. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Very good. So guest speaker a guest in in the house with us next week. Next episode rather. We don't know when which week it should be within around about a week. And uh, we'll we'll reveal more about that guest when we we can welcome them to the microphone. Yeah.
0: Uh, We also want to shout out to our editor and producer, um, Trinity. Uh, Thank you again for
1: everything you do. Yes, all she does in the background, doing a great work on uh, putting these podcasts together.
0: Yay. It wouldn't uh, happen without her. Not not as fast, anyway, or as well. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So I'm going to wrap this thing up now. Uh, you can find us on all major podcasting platforms, also YouTube. Uh, you can find us on Twitter with at Ting, T-I-N-G at the end there. And you can also email in at theoryofanything@hotmail.com if you want to uh, give us a suggestion and yes. uh, hit us with a comment, uh, wh- whatever you like. We're, we're up yeah. for listening to anything you have to say. Indeed. Definitely. Uh, please like and subscribe, blah, blah, blah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Notify, is there something about notifying? Hit the bell the Hit the bell, that's it, yeah, for notifications. Yeah. Good. Yes. And give us some feedback about last week, last episode, where we played the video game, uh, PUBG, and uh, on YouTube you can watch elements of that gaming session. Yeah, um, did you appreciate that, or is that did uh, you a waste like of time? We, we know the episode was a lot longer than usual, but hopefully it was worth it. And... Um, look forward to hearing comment yeah yeah. so
0: if you guys run out of things to say yet yes I have <laughs> <laughs> top, top, topic conversations
1: as Devin says let's get out of here yeah. <laughs> let's get out of here there's a lobster on the loose exactly <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't know what that quote is
1: <laughs> you don't know what that quote uh, is no yeah. gosh I used to say it a lot when you were little it, Yeah, you did yeah I don't yeah, know what it, it means. means do you want me to tell oh, you where forget. it's from well, as soon as you say it I don't remember could go from. Uh, it was uh, Steve Wright in the afternoon used to use it in, yeah. oh. on his Radio Two show. Yeah, and you can still listen to Steve Wright in the afternoon. He used to in his show in the eighties. He was much he used a lot of characters, and that was like a, a, an American voice. Goes, Let's get out of here. There's a lobster on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means. It just caught always, always stuck in my head, and I used to use it with you children, didn't I? Yeah. 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 and you think my dad's gone mate crazy yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> you've known that for a long time yeah jury's uh, saw that <laughs> no the jury has sat and decided <laughs> <laughs> <No>. guilty
0: <laughs> alright All right. well we'll see you guys next time for episode 20
1: yes, yes look forward to seeing you again around the microphone next time bye bye bye, bye.